Hello, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Not Quite Cold. I'm your host, Laura. Today's episode is another Friends in the Dark segment where I recorded with my good friends, Shauna and Jareth. If you've listened to some of my other past episodes, you may remember that Shauna has multiple encounters with the paranormal and is an empath, and she's also been on my ghost story and many other podcasts and radio shows. Jareth is also gifted and very intuitive when it comes to the paranormal. He's the founder of Society for the Deceased. Today, they share their encounters at Mineral Springs Hotel and Mall out of Alton, Illinois. Enjoy. Welcome, guys. How are you guys well, doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. Good. So, uh, this episode, I am doing my segment, Friends in the Dark, which I don't know if you've listened to my other Friends in the Dark, but basically, I'm not editing anything from this point on. So, um, Basically, you guys will just tell me you guys recently went on an investigation and it was live on Facebook. Super exciting. Um, And so you guys will just uh, tell me about what happened, um, the history of the place that you know about. And I'm just going to let you guys kind of take the reins on this. I may ask a few questions here and there, but yeah, it's all you. Sweet. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, all right. This place. What is this place called again? This place is called Mineral Springs Hotel, and it is in Alton, Illinois, downtown. Okay. And like, what's so special about this building or this place? Um, it is definitely. It's definitely, it doesn't, it definitely has a lot of history. Um, it's been, I want to say that it was uh, first uh, had a soft open, kind of like a kind of opening without the grand opening yet in like 1914. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so it's, so it's been around, you know, uh, it's been around for a while. What in the world? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it started off as a, uh, it was a hotel. Um, it had one of the biggest pools in the area. Um, they were digging uh, on the property and hit uh, natural, like mineral spring water, and started bottling it. And then uh, there was one uh, main pool, and then there was a second pool on the property as well. Um, the building has like five floors. I mean, there's a lot of area to canvas. It's one of those places where, um, you can have like a big group of people. (laughs) I don't know who it is you have there with you, but it sounds adorable. (laughs) I'm sorry. She's only three. It's, it's all, oh, that's the great age. Um, yeah. So are are there still springs there currently or have they dried up or did they block them off? Um, there's nothing there currently. And if you look at the natural where the where the original spot is, um, it's this big hole, but it's all filled in. Oh, cool. Um, so like when you first enter the building in this, in this day and age, like what, uh, what do you see? Like, do you, is it really run down or is it kind of like, can you still see eras like part of the era of the past? Um, it depends on what area of the building you're in. Like whenever you if you come in on the ground level, you can see another floor up above that. Um, and, and that's where the, (laughs) and that's where the hotel actually was. Um, it basically looks like kind of like an unfinished hotel, like 
some of the places areas don't have walls and um, you can still see like electrical wiring and stuff like that. Um, and then the main level where um, my favorite new age store, it's Reading Zen is, um, that whole area there is modernized. All the shops on the main level and then the level down from that is the grand ballroom area. And it's, it looks modernized still. It's not until you start going down in the lower levels that you start seeing the age mm -hmm. uh, where the pools are and then underneath where you're basically, you know, underground. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those buildings that's really cool because it's got so many different kinds of energy and you can feel how different, you know, and like in terms of like age and like, you know, history and so you feel the different kinds, each level that you go in. So, yeah. So how did you guys find out about this place? I mean, is this just kind of common knowledge in that area that it's haunted or did you hear from other people? Um, I actually didn't start going inside Mineral Springs until a little later in life. Um, probably in the early 2000s, maybe. Um, there were a lot of antique stores in that neighborhood. And I was going into them all the time and Mineral Springs was, you know, there and I just hadn't gone in. Um, it wasn't until a little bit later, probably 2016-ish. Um, so I actually haven't been going in there very long in the grand scheme of things. Um, but then, you know, just walking in, just the very first time walking in, um, it's like, man, there's, you know, something going on here. And then I started walking around and kind of started reading some of the stuff they have in display cases and, and, you know, and then by word of mouth, you know, and then just talking to people, uh, when I discovered, you know, that it had a lot more going on than I thought it did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I kind of got bit by that bug and then, you know, now it's just, I, I, I couldn't even count how many times I've been in that building. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I really want to come visit and see it now. <laughs> oh, you need to, you need to, you will love it. And so Jareth, I know that you have gifts of your own. Did you kind of get um, enthralled with this, this building because of hearing it from Shauna or... Did you go in and have an experience and then was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, we're coming back. <laughs> well, I went in uh, for the convention they had, the, uh, I don't remember what it was, Dead of Winter, I think. Yeah. And when the beginning of it, me and the person I was with were walking down the hallway, just kind of looking around, and something just comes up behind me and just like full-handedly grabs my behind <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of that's not funny but it totally is oh it, it wasn't at the time it scared the crap out of me but like after <laughs> kind of went away then you know i laughed about it but uh after that yeah i kind of got really interested in going and then so we decided to i got a hold of shauna then we went and investigated it just me and her oh that's awesome and that's that's what you did this last wednesday which um, by the time this podcast actually airs, which will be the following Wednesday, it'd be a week from the time that you guys actually went. Yeah. Nice. So what, uh, which, all right. I know that there are multiple ghosts that, um, or spirits that tend to haunt that area. Um, which one was it, Shauna, do you think that <laughs> grabbed Jared? <laughs> Um, I mean, most of the activity for me is on, is not on the main level. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I couldn't even, when you think of how many people came in and out of those doors uh, as a hotel, when it was a hotel, um, and then, um, all the, 
all the people that um, had gotten in, you know, broken in like in the under levels um, without being noticed and just, you know, that all of the death deaths mm-hmm. that happened there. Um, it is hard telling. I mean, there's some more hands-on spirits down below where the pool is. And I guess um, I get grabbed a lot down there and upstairs. So uh, with the exception of uh, one of the main spirits there who usually stays in the upper level uh, for whatever reason, um, that's not to say that, you know, spirits can't wander. <laughs> so right. it's, it's hard telling, honestly. So when um, when I caught your guys' Facebook Live, you guys, it, it looked like you guys were starting out in the upper level, which I remember you saying on the um, on the Facebook Live that that used to be the hotel, and it and it seemed like it it was um, you you could tell where the walls were or should be, but they yeah. weren't there. Um, yeah. so is that the, the spirit, the dark haired spirit that you were talking about that tends to stay up there? Um, forgive me. I do not remember what you called her Pearl Pearl. That's what's her. Pearl. Name. Yes. Now, yeah, um, when you mentioned her, I immediately got the vision of a blonde, very prim, proper hair in a bun, uh, lady. And so I messaged you guys on there right away and I was like, was she blonde? Cause that's what I'm getting. And, and later on you mentioned that, no, she was actually dark haired, but that there was a blonde that um, tends to haunt there. So I want to hear about her as well, but I'll let you continue. Sorry. Yeah. Pearl, Pearl was a nurse. Um, if you, and she was in her fifties, I believe. Um, if you go, uh, in their lobby and and in and one of their other shops, they do have uh, some newspaper articles and like some death certificates of the you know documented death that happened there. Um, and she is one of them. And then, oh, interesting. yeah, and and I've seen her. Um, usually, I'm a very observant person. I did not notice her death certificate. <laughs> Or the uh, newspaper article or any of that stuff and just went upstairs blind and then just happened to be in the room, her room. They would call it her room because that's where she, that's where she died. Um, and I was just, you know, rambling on to whoever, you know, may or may not have been in the room. And then I happened to, out of the corner of my eye, see some movement and I looked and usually stuff like that disappears. Uh, but anyway, there was a brunette. A woman standing there, uh, just kind of looking at me, and I was like, you know, <laughs> in shock. And then, you know, kind of, and then I walked over, you know, towards it. Of course, she wasn't there anymore. But uh, then we went downstairs, and I spoke with um, the owner and his wife, and she, you know, said, you know, did I know who uh, Pearl was? And I was like no, <laughs> you know, I didn't know anything, you know, about any names or anything like that. And so she took me over to the display case where, um, where the article was that had her picture and, and yeah, that was exactly, uh, who I saw. And then I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, it's like, and you know, so she's, she's pretty nice. I mean, she seems She's not one of those spirits that gets really super, um, you know, really crazy active or Mm -hmm. uh, does anything negative or anything like that. She has uh, grabbed my arm before and um, like hard enough to like leave marks. And but then right after that happened, um, I got hit with some energy that didn't belong to her. And I think she might have maybe seen it coming and was kind of like trying to yank me out of the way or something ah, like that. Okay. And, and yeah, because the two, the two different energies were completely different. So I knew I wasn't dealing with her. Um, so how, if you don't mind me asking, 
how do they say that she passed? Um, overdose. Okay. She checked in to commit suicide, basically. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should have I should have said that right away because I was like, I'm getting that she committed suicide, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, that's that's sad. Um, so who who are some of the other known spirits that tend to roam the building? Um, the one the other one that's documented is a young guy uh, named Clarence. He's a night. 19- Teenish, I believe, and he he died in the pool. He drowned in the pool. Oh, yeah. Um, but then there's other spirits there that aren't really documented per se, other than by like people like me or that go there to investigate and come into contact with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the search is on to try to find, you know, if they actually exist by the names that we get. <laughs> And so, um, and like with, like, I've seen another little girl up there. Um, and actually several of us saw her, um, a couple, two, three years ago, which is rare. Like usually as a sighting of like a full blown apparition, usually it's just like one or maybe, maybe sometimes another person will see, but like five or six people, you know, and we were all just like dumbfounded by what we were watching and uh so that was kind of crazy and then um molly i call her my molly and i don't even know if that's her real name or not but um she behaved pretty you know strongly whenever i you know called it out and then um and she's probably i want i want to say she's um She's kind of like teenage, I think, a little, little bit older, but, you know, not as old as me. Um, and then there is another, and then there is another blonde, uh, whenever you were mentioning a blonde, there is another lady that's there that I've only just recently uh, started picking up on. Um, I never hear a voice hmm. and I've never actually seen her. All I can feel is that she's got lighter hair and she's female okay. um, but she's upstairs yeah I I get the feeling like she's very she like I totally got the feeling she's very curious about what you guys are do what what people are doing up there um, but she's also very prim and proper which I think is probably why she um uh, maybe hasn't really utilized any energy to reach out to anyone because, you know, a lady would never do that. And a lady would never, you know, make herself be known. Right. You know, unless and, asked. So. And it's, and because of spirits like that, because not all of them are too modernized, you know, and there are some that are really old school. And so for that reason, I do try to be extra mindful of knocking and asking permission before I come into those rooms up there. And then, you know, I I ask, you know, permission for a lot of things. And then, you know, try to remember to say please and thank you, of course. And then, um, and then whenever I mention any of any kind of modern device, a recorder or anything like that, that wouldn't have been around then. Um, I not only explain, you know, who I am and where I am in the room, but also what I'm holding, what it looks like, what it does and all of that, because, you know, that kind of stuff is, you know, foreign to them. So yeah, I figured that they might figure that they might feel more comfortable interacting if I'm not just, you know, tossing out demands at them and stuff like that. I mean, I don't respond to that. <laughs> Not right. positively anyway. Jared, what was some of the equipment that you and Shauna took with you since it was just the two of you um, on this trip to the Mineral Springs? Well, 
I tried to take all the stuff I had, but some of the stuff that <laughs> I brought did not want to work. So uh, mostly I just used motion detector, a laser grid, and a rim pod, and that was pretty much it. Okay. So where did you, um, where were some of the places, like where was one of the first places that you set this stuff up at and had um, had something trigger it? Um, well, I really don't think we had anything trigger anything, but we put the laser grid up in the pool and Ooh. yeah, that was pretty cool. That's a good idea. I was excited for that one. Yeah. I'm not sure if anything broke it. I couldn't really tell because of the way it was set up. It also had like the pillars in the way, so it was oh. kind of breaking it with the pillars. So we really didn't get anything out of that. And then the rim pod never went off and uh, the motion detector didn't go off either. Oh, that's disappointing. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you can never, You, I mean, spirits, you just, you, you can't demand that they do anything. And yeah. They're not animals that you can train to do stuff. Right. Yeah. Did you guys um, happen to get any EVPs while, or EVP, excuse me, there's no S on that, um, <laughs> while you were there? Um, I had the recorder going, and this weekend is, um, there's going to be about like five hours or so worth oh, of audio, okay. maybe a little less than that, so um, still to go through. But um, I will say... I will say that it was, we did hear some random, you know, stuff. Um, you know, I think, well, I think uh, Jareth heard uh, sound like someone uh, kind of shuffling, you know, nearby. Oh, yeah. I think. Uh, Ooh, where we were that the, at? Oh, <laughs> we were in the pool and it sounded like somebody was like shuffling their feet across the like not in the pool but outside of the pool up on top right by the stairs and it sounded like somebody was like shuffling their feet up there like walking across to where we had like the laser grid sitting oh. and that happened quite a few times I heard it like three or four times and didn't know what it was couldn't figure it out and I come to the realization that it was somebody shuffling <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> almost like they didn't want to slip and fall yeah yeah it Oh, well, then then there was this other uh, random moment. It actually happened a handful of times. You know, like when someone, um, you could feel some airflow down there. It's kind of cool down there. Um, but then all the air would, like, stop all of a sudden. And, like, usually if someone comes to stand behind you and then they're taking up your air, that airflow, so it stops. And uh, so that happened a handful of times. But then one of the times someone um, exhaled like a warm breath <laughs> and it smelled like bread. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, we uh, joked about that for about an hour after that happened. It was funny because, you know, this was his first time there. And, you know, usually and. And on paranormal investigations, sometimes, you know, when there's other, you know, people around, especially in a group setting, and someone says, oh, did you hear that? Did you feel that? And other people are like, yeah, 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 you know. So I wanted, you know, there were some things, you know, that were going on that I didn't say anything out loud about because, you know, if I was experiencing it, didn't say anything, but then he experienced it too, you know, then that way that's, you know, validation that it's not just me. Yeah. Um, but that one, that one I couldn't be quiet about because first of all, it was a warm breath and that just always weirds me out. Like if someone that I can't see touches me and it's warm or if they breathe on me and it's warm, you know, to me, to me, all that stuff needs to be cold. Okay. So I'm just like, and then it smelled like bread and I was just like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Was it bread? Like, did you eat a or sandwich? It... I mean. I was going to say, did it smell like bread or did it smell like possibly beer, like a yeasty beer? Oh, no, it was bread. It, it was, was like just bread. straight up, 
straight up wheat bread, white bread, wheat bread, whatever. It, oh, it was very, it was very strong scent, and I was like, God, no, <laughs> no, no, no. And I was like, and I kept saying, you know, just, you know, if you want to come over here, that's fine, but just don't come up behind me and, you know, touch me and stuff. <laughs> you know, that kind of that kind of weirds me out. I don't like it when humans come up behind me. You know. Yeah. So, and, and I will say that at a paranormal investigation, I usually like to go first and, and Wednesday night, there was a handful of times where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going last and there's nobody behind me and stuff like that. I mean, girl, uh, that's why I have the thing called the butt buddy system. Cause right? <laughs> I hate that's, that feeling. That's what I, that I don't call, I've never thought about calling it that, but that's exactly what it is. Because as soon as I'm alone and there's nobody behind me, there could be 20 people in front of me. It never fails. Something's going to grab me on butt. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where <laughs> I'm at. I don't know why that is. And it sounds like Jareth needs uh, somebody to be his butt buddy as well. <laughs> yeah. The one that was walking with him was in front of me, so I didn't get the chance to be guarded from behind <laughs> did you have a similar experience at all um wednesday night then um like we encountered the same thing well yeah like were were you t- did you ever at once feel like you were touched again um, oh no i didn't have no. that problem no well, i suppose that's a good thing yeah <laughs> Although um, as a paranormal investigator, you kind of want that kind of stuff too. Yeah, you get excited about it, but you don't at first. Yeah. <laughs> there uh, I will one... say. Oh, go ahead. Oh, as I say, the one the one thing that I knew that we both experienced, um, maybe not at the same time, but at different times in the same area, was all the different um, like light anomalies oh, yeah. they were like these was... blinking flashing you know flying all kinds of different co- and, and you know i see those a lot but um it was nice that someone else was seeing them too <laughs> and he had a lot of it going on behind him and i mean like bright like yellow flashes of stuff and like different shapes which is not something that i've seen a lot of wow um going on behind him and there were a handful of times I was like oh my god you know that was really bright and um, it was when we were down um, where the grand ballroom is and then there's like a little another set of rooms in like a hallway and at the end of that hallway there's a fountain and the reason that I wanted to go where the fountain was is because um, it's loud when you're up next to it but if you can come back closer to the grand ballroom and get away from the fountain is when we, I wanted to try the, like, the water-based um, EVP session and use yeah. the water as the white noise and stuff like that. And, and, I mean, I was hearing a lot of stuff. And there was, like, one time that I did, like, I did one of the other times that I was doing that where I had to get up and go look to make sure there was no people standing. You know, that they didn't get in or that they weren't standing right outside, you know, by the yeah. door. Because at one point it sounded like, and I can't wait to listen to the audio, honestly, because um, I know we're going to catch stuff. I'm 100% sure about that because we've never, I've never done an EVP session down there and didn't catch anything. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like if you're hearing in real time, multiple p- sounds of people, you're definitely going to get something on the recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. And then there were some times where I would ask a question. And then I would hear an answer and then I, I was trying not to say it out loud all the time. And, uh, but then there were a handful of times where just, you know, out of habit, I would be like, oh, you said yes. Or was that a, you know, this. And um, so I, I fully anticipate listening to the playback and hearing me ask a question and then hearing them say the answer. And then me saying, did you say this? I fully anticipate that because it happens every time. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you catch, to be honest. Me too. <laughs> um, so I also remember at the beginning of your guys's going dark and asking questions and whatnot, um, 
this was pretty early on in the investigation. So it was upstairs in the hotel part. Um, you, you mentioned on the recordings saying something about like how you guys heard a lot of footsteps around you and you're like that there's no one else up here, but us. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one thing that that place does have a lot of is footsteps and, you know, a lot of times I just kind of, you know, depending on where it's going on, I'll randomly, you know, I blow it off the, the biggest part of them because, you know, footsteps could be residual. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time that I don't classify it as that if I'm, is if I say something like, hey, you know, if we're going to be going here, if you want to follow us and then I hear footsteps or if I say, hey, you know, if there's anybody, you know, standing, you know, wherever, you know, if you want, you can come in and join us. And then if I hear footsteps, you know, I will, I will give credit to those because that would be a direct response to a question uh, being asked or a request, you know? Right. Just random footsteps, though. A lot of the times I will blow those off just because. Yeah. No, that that makes sense, especially in a large building like that. Like you just don't know. Um so early earlier when we started talking about this building, you mentioned you kind of insinuated, I guess, um that you know, most of the spirits seem to be pretty nice and um and not harmful at all, but there are some that they're a little more mischievous. Um, did you ex- encounter any of those when you were there on Wednesday? Um, for me, there's one upstairs where I found Molly, and then there's one down by the pool. Um, everybody seemed to be on their best behavior. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was because maybe it was because Jareth was there. Um. You know, a lot of times, you know, when you bring somebody new in, um, you have that like checking, checking who it is out phase. And, you know, I figure probably the next time he goes, it might be a totally different ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> and because uh, that's the way it is. But, you know, a lot of those places you you can't just expect you know, a lot of things to go on your very first time in. That's why I go to some of these places a lot, you know, especially if I um, encounter energy that I that I really like, you know, that seems to mesh well, you know, with mine. And then, you know, develop a relationship of some kind, you know, friendship um, and, you know, and show some respect. And then, you know, they respect you enough to start interacting with and I mean, that's, that's my goal. You know, I mm-hmm. just, I just want them to trust me and, and interact with me like, you know, like we do. So right. it doesn't always happen that way. Uh, and Jareth, like, did you, did you kind of feel like um, that the spirits were just kind of feeling you out and they were, um, you know, cause you were new to the area um, I can't help but wonder with all the lights behind you, if they kind of all were hanging out behind you, just like watching you, waiting to see what you were going to do, you know, sort of uh, ghost hunting you, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure they were. But when I uh, we first got there and I was kind of walking around looking at the place, um, <clears throat> we went to the pool for the first time and then I kind of walked back in the back and where I guess the guy downstairs in the pool likes to hang out and I didn't know that at the time so I kind of just like um snuck back there and went around to a little area by the pool and like as soon as I walked in there and went back into that little dirt area back there something like yeah you're not supposed to be in here and like started walking <laughs> towards me and I'm like, yeah, no, I'll turn around and leave now. I don't. <laughs> wow. But that, that's pretty it, much it. Do you think it was that um, 19 year or the, the young teen that's there? Or do you think it was 
possibly the spirit entity that maybe isn't quite so nice. Yeah, it, it didn't feel very, very nice whenever I went back there. So I was kind of like, all right, um, I'm not going to stick around. I'll walk away now. Uh, almost as if it was saying, hey, you, you don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, get out of get out of my room type thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't. I didn't get grabbed or touched or anything like that, but I could just tell I wasn't allowed back there. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna turn around now. Yeah, and sometimes those are that's like the best thing you can do, um, just because you know spirits have been known to to hurt people. I mean, you know, yeah. pinch and scratch and whatnot. So yeah. So what are some of the other um, experiences, Shauna, since you said you've been there quite often, like what, what other things um, can, if, if I, let's say, or one of our listeners were to come visit and go through, what other things have you had happen to you? Um. I, I usually always recommend the pool and the upstairs apartment. Um, the pool just looks cool, right? <laughs> and so, uh, like, whenever you turn on the light, it's just like, whoa, you know? Um, it's hard to imagine that there was even water in it. And, like, me personally, like, I don't know about everybody else, and I don't know how Jareth felt, but whenever I step down in that pool, I can't swim. So whenever I get down in there, and when I start walking towards the deep end, <laughs> I can't breathe down there sometimes. Mm. Uh, like it takes a minute, you know. And it seems like um, I've noticed other people are like really careful when they're walking like towards the deep end and stuff. Um, and then, you know, foot, like I said, footsteps, you know, that there's, there's a lot of that. Um, uh, you can feel... For people who can like sense like different types of energy and stuff like that, um, there's uh, some of it'll really light you up. Uh, you know, give you the give you the spidey senses. You know, your spidey senses will start yeah. tingling. Yeah, um, it's like Buzz City. You know, it's like really crazy how strong some of it is. Um, and by strong, you know. Uh, like I said, there's only a couple of them there that are really, uh, that I interact with every time I'm there that I just kind of like give them their space. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and like upstairs, there's one that just, whenever he touches, if he puts his hands on me, it's warm, which freaks me out every That's single so time. Weird. I don't understand that. Um, I don't know why that is. I, I don't know all the rules, so I'm not 100% sure. But then he also just makes me really uncomfortable. So whoever that is up there, I don't think he's a nice person at all. And um, and then there's sometimes when you're up there, sometimes it feels, you know, pretty light, kind of laid back. And then there's other times where I have to put blinders on and I can't even look in any of the other rooms when I'm going by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it just feels like there's just eyes, you know, people in all of these rooms just looking at you, waiting for you to. And then so there's sometimes, you know, when I'll walk by and I won't even out of my peripheral, I won't even look. So I'll just be like, nope, nope, not that room. Nope, not that room. Let's try this room, you know. <laughs> and then, uh, and it's funny, too, because it's some of the rooms where that are the most active that I will go in before I will go in one of those other rooms. And if I do walk in, and if I do walk in there, I, I can't stay in there. Like it just feels like really oppressive, like really mm -hmm. heavy, overwhelming almost. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that night, you know, Wednesday night was no exception. There was, you know, a handful of rooms in each hallway that I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going in there. And uh, approximately how many rooms are upstairs oh like you um you said that they were apartments at one point in time um right yeah there, there was yeah, it was hotel rooms up there I want to okay. say at least 
there's got to be somewhere around like 15, okay. 12, 15 rooms, something like that. I'm not 100% sure. They're kind of spaced out a little bit. It's probably less than that. Somewhere between 10 and 15, probably. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like a like an L shape. You know, you can go down one and there's another one. And there's there's some other apartments up there, too. Um, and But they're actually being remodeled uh, for somebody to live in. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, for that reason. And honestly, whenever they said that because of that, you know, we didn't have access, that was fine with me because that area up there, <laughs> um, man, I've been up there twice. No, three times. And uh, the first time I went up there, um, I don't know what's up there, but it just felt like people and eyes were coming out of the walls and it was not nice. And I ended up ducking into a pantry just to have something you know, holding me in and, and, uh, I didn't last long. And then next time I went up there with, um, with Dave, one of the, uh, owners of Zen and, uh, he and I both, you know, when he's up there, he's in that building all the time, you know, that's his, you know, he's in, he's in there all the time. And Mm -hmm. even he was like, I don't know what's going on up here today, but you know, he didn't, he didn't last any longer than I did. And it was kind of like a race to, to get out of there. And then, uh, and then went up there one other time with a friend of mine and her daughter for her daughter's birthday, got her a tour of mineral Springs. We went up there and, um, whole building. And then we went in, in that room too. And I tried to stay as close to the door as possible because whatever is up there just, I don't know. I I couldn't live up there. Um, Mm. You know, it may not affect somebody else that way, but man, I don't know what it is up there that just doesn't like me, I guess. I don't know. That's interesting. So that was going to be one of my other questions. So they, so uh, the owners, they do tours or is it more of like a private thing where you kind of have to know the owners or know somebody who knows the owners to be able to go Oh, no, anybody can uh, call or drop by or go on the website and say they want to do a tour or an investigation and schedule it. Um, And then and then right now, like every I believe if you go on the page, I think it's um, every like a one Sunday a month or might be a little more than that. I'm not really sure where you can go. And at about one or one thirty, they'll start you know, on the main level and then do tours of the building. Um, but you can investigate, you can schedule an investigation during the week or you can do it on the weekends and, you know, however many, however many people. So oh, that sounds awesome. Oh. Yeah. Um, it, it really like it, it, <laughs> I actually was sad that I don't have an investigation planned at all. Um, because when I saw you guys doing, it, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish that. And like I said, I was, I figured it was probably maybe a Facebook thing because, um, you know, like my phone, you know, I'm getting ready to upgrade my phone, but my phone still has unlimited data and I had mm-hmm. signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some reason that night, I didn't have enough signal to, to barely do anything on like I was watching the live trying to watch the chat and the lag was so bad that I was kind of wondering if it wasn't a Facebook thing you know yeah I have heard that from other people that have done Facebook live um on a regular that they've had lagging issues as well um so I do think it's probably part Facebook but I I am kind of curious like Jareth do you think that some of the equipment that you brought didn't work because the spirits just didn't want you to use it? Or do you think that it was just more of a, the equipment just didn't want to work? Well, I have to say that with the plasma ball because I like put brand new batteries in it and everything and fix the wiring in it. So it worked, but it would not work uh, Wednesday night. Oh, I'm that's not sure why. Because I had to rewire that whole thing and everything just to get it to work again. And oh, wow. just the day before I tested it and it worked perfectly fine. And then I brought it and like moved the batteries and stuff around inside of it because I thought 
the batteries were the cause of it. So I was moving them around, trying to put them in like different angles, and it just wasn't wanting to work at all. Oh my goodness, that's awesome! I mean, it's not awesome because you weren't able to get it to work yeah. and be able to utilize it, but the fact that you know you tested it prior to going and you yeah. th- there's no reason for it to not work yeah that that really confused me because like i had it working like the day before because i wanted to test everything at home and made sure it was running okay before i brought it and sure. that was one of the things that i you know really tested to see if it worked and it didn't so they were you guys were using your phone to do the facebook live correct yeah okay so i at one point in time you left shauna in one of the rooms you guys were upstairs um because i i actually had to work the next day so i wasn't able to uh follow you guys for very long but um i remember you went to a a door that was um you know like your typical fire door that said exit and you yeah. opened it up and there was a staircase and like immediately when you opened that door up and I saw the staircase I got like an overwhelming sense of like just sadness and I don't know what that was all about but did I mean have you have you heard of anybody getting anything in that hallway or I mean I don't know I guess like what what were some of your thoughts like the feelings of the upstairs um honestly i really didn't have that big of an issue with the upstairs it was more of the pool that was um really my problem but Mm -hmm. the upstairs didn't really bother me as much as like it did shauna because some incidents up there with shauna she kind of not really freaked out but kind of made her like you know, hey, don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, no, I really didn't really have any issues up there at all. Oh, I mean, there's a couple times I felt like somebody was standing there, but other times it wasn't really. Yeah. So, problem. Did, were, are there like a lot of shadows that tend to play around um, it, this building when when you guys were there at all, or you didn't really see much other than the lights? Uh, me personally, no, I really didn't see anything. Uh, feelings, yeah, I had some, but that that was about it. It wasn't really. I didn't see anybody or you know get touched or anything. So, okay, very cool. Um, now, when we were down in the pool, whenever the had the laser grid up, remember I did say like on the very outer edges where the lights were, um, I did see, it looked like a couple of them kind of black out, like as if somebody, and I know with those laser grid lights, um, you know, I guess some of them can burn out, but they shouldn't be moving. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they should not move and, at all. <laughs> yeah, and because, you know, and, and especially if one moves, then the rest of them have to move too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole yeah. thing's got to move for the grid to move, so... Um, but I did see a couple of times at the end of the pool because I was like, Hey, you know, I think I, I think I, you know, can tell there's somebody down there. If you can walk across, <laughs> you know, like to the other side, because if that would have happened, you know, they might've broke the grid, but, um, you know, then of course, you know, I have no idea if, if they can see those lights, right? you know? Um, now, speaking of plasma balls, Jared, I did, I spent some money and got a big plasma ball. So oh, yeah. there we go. And it's, you know, it can, you can use a cord or you can charge it, you know, with USB, but it also takes batteries. So, um, and it's this cool heart shape looking one. <laughs> nice. So I'm excited to use it. Cost me almost 50 bucks, you know, but uh, it, that's exciting though. Worth it. Yeah, it is worth it because plasma balls do work. Now, I've had some cool experiences with a plasma ball. Um, I don't know what it feels like for a spirit, but I I have to assume that because it does give off some energy that they would be able to feel something. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they can see it or not, but, you know, there's been times using a plasma ball and there's one on video um, 
where I was sitting, you know, on one side of the plasma ball and I was facing towards um, the area where I was hoping someone would come up and touch it. And I said, you know, this is, this is where I am. This is what I've got sitting in front of me. This is what it does. This is what it looks like. I don't know if you can see it or not, but if you come over here and like reach out and touch, you know, where you hear my voice coming from, you know, this is what's going to happen. And so uh, we had some like K2 or like EMF meters sitting um, like on the table with us. And then there was another one a little further away so that if someone started walking towards us, you could see the path they were going to take. Oh. And so the first meter started going off and then the second meter started going off. And then right after that, you see um, like when you touch plasma ball, how everything focuses, lasers in on the point where you're touching it. And so it did that, and then it shut off. Oh, wow. So we caught that on video. We did catch that on video. So that was really cool. I'll have to send you the, the link for that. that. That was, and I wasn't expecting anything to happen, honestly, because I have, I always expect nothing to happen. So that way, whenever something does happen, it's awesome, <laughs> you know. That but that was a really cool awesome. experience. Yeah. And yeah, then, you know, I've. I've yeah, never that's... done an investigation before with a plasma ball, so that's really cool. Yeah, I I thought so. I, I wouldn't have even thought about it, um, but the team that we were with at the time, uh, they had a couple of them, and then that one, uh, as soon as that happened, it stopped working. Like, I was it the rest of the night, even putting new batteries in, and then their second one, um, nothing. Hmm. They couldn't get it to work either. And in the, the first one, it finally started working whenever they got away from the area. And then the other one just just stopped working just completely, no matter what they did. And those were brand new plasma balls. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, since well, we're telling plasma ball stories. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a plasma ball I'll... story? <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, the group I was with, we were investigating this old school, and I had a plasma ball sitting on the table. And we were asking questions, and then we ran a um, EM pump. Uh, and then after we did that, we turned it off, and then we set the plasma ball on the table, and we turned it on. And then we were asking questions, and it looked like somebody came up and stuck all five of their fingers on top of the plasma ball because mm -hmm. the electricity inside of it or the beams or whatever it's called uh was going in all five directions like somebody's fingertips were on it and it froze Ooh. like that so i picked it up and tried moving it out of the room and once i moved it out of the room it went away and went back to normal and then i'd grab it put it back on that table and five seconds later those fingers would be back on it and oh, I wow. have the pictures and the videos of this too to show you if you want to see it. Oh, I definitely. Want to see that, Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just so it, it cool. froze like that. Wow. For, we had it sitting there for five minutes, and it froze like that. Like all five points were just yes. going in different directions. And that is not a typical thing for a plasma ball. Oh yeah, no, no, it's not. <laughs> wow. So um, we did reach the 60-minute mark. Um, uh, Shauna, do you mind uh, just letting the listeners know again where, uh, what the name of this place was that you guys investigated? And uh, do, if, you, if you know their website, what the website is? Yeah, um, it is Mineral Springs. Well, Mineral Springs Mall, but I always refer to it as Mineral Springs Hotel. And uh, it's in Alton. It's 301 East Broadway in Alton, Illinois. It's right downtown. You can see the bridge. You can see you know, all the really cool buildings downtown. Um, it's Raining Zen is the main one of the main shops in there uh, that I'm. It's like my second home. So if you go in there, you know you tell them that Shauna sent you there, and <laughs> you will be welcomed like family. Um, that is the one thing that I do love about that place is they are so, they're so welcoming and there's like no judgment. There's no, 
drama. There's no anything like that going on. Just like you go there, you know, your family, you're welcome, like family. So, oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And um, you, they're on Facebook. Um, you know, it's, and I think if you go on, it's raining Zen. If you go on their Facebook page, um, it'll have links to shop. If you want to shop there online, I think they've got that set up there now. Um, no, you can also, <laughs> oh God, that, that place, oh, I'd have to have a second job to buy everything I need out there, honestly. <laughs> Here, just take my money, please. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do, I spend some money in there, but I always feel like telling them just, you know, we'll work for products, you know, just hire mm-hmm. me on there a couple of days and just, I will work for product. <laughs> so, um, That's but awesome. you can schedule investigations, you know, on the on the page too there's a link and you can do that and yeah awesome i'm gonna like them tonight um uh jared you have a a paranormal investigation team called society of the deceased or for the deceased sorry um (laughs) you're okay let me get it correct (laughs) um and you guys have a facebook page that's where you guys did this live uh recording right yep and that is just that what oh no go ahead sorry about that go ahead oh yeah no that's just that society for the deceased okay on facebook and everything don't really have anything else to go on to look at it no youtube nothing just facebook sure i really think that we should probably you know you should see about getting a youtube channel and maybe try doing a youtube live sometime and seeing if that does any differently than facebook yeah I thought about, like, connecting those two together, like, since I have more team members, like, doing one on Facebook and then the other one on YouTube. Yeah. Well, let me know ahead of time, and I will try to bi-locate and uh, do remote viewing for you guys as well. Yeah. That'd work. That would be cool. Yeah. More than Um, happy to do that. (laughs) I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, in two weeks from when this uh, episode airs, Shauna and I and my good friend Billy, we are getting together to do a whole new segment that we're, I think we're going to call it Wine and Witchery. Is that kind of what we decided? (laughs) I believe that's what we decided. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be about things that we're just going to, we're going to talk about the paranormal, obviously. but it'll just be about things that either, you know, we just don't know enough about, but we're really curious and interested in it. Um, but we couldn't necessarily do a whole show on it. Um, or, you know, just random little paranormal knowledge nugget things. Um, all the while drinking wine or, you know, whatever favorite <laughs> drink we choose for the day. <laughs> Yeah, I've got my wine, you know, ready for it. So, oh, yeah, we do too. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, thank you guys both so much for coming on and recording with me again. Um, This has been a lot of fun, and I cannot wait to hear about the next investigation that you guys are planning on doing. Um, Like I said, let me know ahead of time, and and I will uh, see you guys. Well, hopefully Sounds next like time we'll have better, yeah. better Wi-Fi to do a live. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a great one. Okay. Alrighty, thanks, Laura. Right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Friends in the Dark with Shauna and Jareth. If you'd like to book your own showing or paranormal investigation at Mineral Springs Hotel and Mall out of Alton, Illinois, go to itsrainingzen.com. That's I-T-S-R-A-I-N-I-N-G-Z-E-N.com. And be sure to check out photos and videos on Jareth's paranormal group society for the deceased facebook page and in two weeks we'll have reached our 13th episode 
I have something fun planned for you. But until then, remember to keep a light on, a blanket close, and maybe don't listen after dark. Goodbye.